Hello everyone and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. This podcast is being brought to you by Elite Vacation Homes. If you need a home in the Central Florida area to visit Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, or any of the other attractions in Central Florida, contact Elite Vacation Homes at EliteVacationHomes.com. show is also being brought to you by David's Vacation Club Rentals. If you want to try any of the DVC resorts for really, really good prices, staying at the Boardwalk, Old Key West, Polly, Grand Floridian, Saratoga Springs, any of the DVC resorts, contact David's at DVCByRequest.com. Show is also being brought to you by Scooter Vacations. If you need a scooter for anything in the Central Florida area, contact our friends at Scooter Vacations at scootervacations.com. And last but not least, if you need to book a trip anywhere in the world, and especially Walt Disney World, contact me at American Tourist Travel, and we will help you out with all your travel needs. So that's it, guys. We're going to hop on the train and head on over to the pub. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. I'm joined as always by my good buddy John. Hey John, pull up a stool. How you doing, buddy? I'm all right. I'm getting ready to cruise into one of Florida's fine afternoon thunderstorms. So uh, you may lose me, you may not. We'll see. Well, I'm having a deja vu. This has been the last three recordings you've been headed into a thunderstorm. Why can't it be below? Go you? Why does it have to be the way you're headed? Why couldn't it be south of you? Why are you always? Why is it always up north? Uh, it's Central Florida. Yeah. Yeah, There's but, a storm basically everywhere. Yeah, I hear you. We're hot as heck up here, too. We're at like 94 today, so. Oh, nice. Yeah, half of the freaking world is hot, man. You've seen some of the temperatures coming out of Europe? It's yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah, it's crazy. And we've been having, we're me and Brenda's off this week. It's going to be 93 to 98 the entire week. The figures the week we're off. And, uh, yeah, there you go. The summer prior to this, has been the best summer we've had in probably, I don't know, 10 years. Because it's been like mid-80s the last two months, John. It's been perfect. Low, high 70s, low 80s the last couple months. And now all of a sudden, it decides that you guys are off. It's going to be 1,000 degrees. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Hitting you right in the gut. Yep. All right, so, uh, Doug, I got a little something for you here. Okay. Uh, we're going to say we're going we're gonna, to... Uh, I'm, I'm going to ask you a question every once in a while. Uh, I'm going to say, uh, have you ever played Roller Coaster Tycoon? No, I never played Roller Coaster Tycoon, but I know what it is. Okay. Now, if Bob Chapek called you up right now, okay, here's Bobby calling you up. Bobby C. calling you up saying, Mr. Davis, I really enjoy your podcast. I, I think you give it a nice uh, tourism point of view, and uh, John, he gives a nice uh, cast member point of view. If you could add, remove, or change one thing about Walt Disney World, what would it be? And since I spring this on you, I'm not going to make you do it right now. I'll give you the show to think about it. Add, remove, or change one thing, and I'm going to add one thing. And I can do mine now if you're ready. Oh, I, oh go ahead. I, I have two right off the top of my head. Well, it's only one. We'll well, do it again some other time, but only one today. So something that the, the first one that popped in your head. All right? Well, but my add would be 
let's give the people at the All Stars and Pop Century a little bit of relief from the sun and put some sunshade up on the bus uh, state, uh, bus stops. Well, you know, uh, uh, I one hundred percent agree are, with that, John. <laughs> those those are the only resorts on property that don't have sunshades, and they are the ones with the most children and the most elderly folks, the biggest families. Why do we not have some kind of rain and uh, sun uh, uh, shade for these people? I, I just don't get it. I mean, I realize they're the value resource, and that's the only thing I can think of is that they're the cheapest uh, resource. Well, they don't make enough for, money, John, you know, yeah, well, to fix or, that. Or people don't deserve shade, I guess. I don't know. but yeah, it, uh, And art of animation has it. So, but uh, Pop Century and all of the authors have no shade whatsoever out there. So. Yeah, well... I'll go even further. The bus stops that sit outside the Animal Kingdom entrance should have some kind of shade too. They don't have any either. No, that's the uh, that's the charter lots. Charter lots almost everywhere don't have shade. Uh, so you're thinking about Animal Kingdom. You're thinking yes. about Ticket Transportation Center. Yeah. Uh, you're thinking about the Epcot Charter Lot. None of those have shade. Not a single one of them. Well, uh, well, I'm going to cheat like I always do, John. I'm gonna, you know how I do that, and that's a good one. There's multiple places where they need more. Sh how about why they're doing that? They add some more over at Woody's Toy Story Land. <laughs> how about we do that? <laughs> you cheat it. You throw one on there. So. Yeah, we'll add to it. Well, this is called add shade to the parks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but first of all, let me tell everybody. Doug has another cold, really bad. It's allergies or whatever the heck it is. I felt like I had razor blades the last couple of days. I feel a little better today. I did check myself for COVID. I am COVID negative, but I felt like crap the last, not feverish already, not crap enough that slows me down. You know what I'm saying? But just, you know how you get that rawness in your throat and the allergies and all that? I just, I, I've, I had right, you're, you're up there in the north. Yeah. You're up there in the northeast, you can get that monkey fox now, Yeah, well, no, I don't have that, thank God. Okay, okay. Uh, nah, I've been vaccinated. I'm an animal anyway, so I've had, I got special vaccines. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I uh, just haven't, I, I'm feeling better, but just so you guys know, if you hear a mute button here or there, I'm trying to pause it. I don't want to sound like Lou Eaton during the whole show, so. But, anyway, I'm going to cheat a little bit going back to your question. First thing I thought of, first thing I thought of was fix the god darn Yeti. That was the first thing I thought of when you said roller coaster tycoon. But the actual thing that I would remove immediately would be Genie Plus and Lightning Lane. All that crap would go. They that would be the first thing I would do. I wouldn't even introduce myself to the employees, the cast, nobody. I would go right to the top. I would go right to. Wherever that is on my Disney experience, and I call contact all the whoever runs the travel agency and say, let everybody know there is no longer any Genie Plus or or Lightning Lane. We are going to go back to well, the Fast Pass system. Yeah, I was going to say technically you wouldn't do, you wouldn't remove it. You would change it. You would change it back to light uh, to regular old Fast Pass. Now, would you go back to paper Fast Pass and, may, and actually make people do a little bit of work, or would you just do the Fast Pass plus no. where you could do it on your phone? No, I would do it where it goes on your phone, but I would have it go. You'd have to go to a kiosk and scan your phone. It would actually put the tickets, like a barcode, on your phone. It would drop the tickets on your phone. So you would have to go to yeah. the kiosk to do it, but it wouldn't waste paper. It was in a certain amount of, a certain amount of space, uh, 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 area. And, and be able to do it just like you have to be inside uh hollywood studios to get the second boarding for star wars you know that 
Yeah, I would literally have it like, remember where all the boxes were over at Soren? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I would have boxes sitting there and you would literally have to go up to your up to the box and let the machine scan your phone to add the tickets to it. You'd have to personally go there. Like there the old go. school, you just didn't get tickets. They they were they were like tickets going to a concert on your phone, they would pop up. So, so, so speaking mail. of that, do you have a collection of the uh, paper fast passes? Yeah, I have a few. Yes, I have a few from when I didn't get to use them. And uh, and then I also have a couple that they actually let me keep, if you follow me. I asked the cast. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've got, I've got you know, uh, the the sheets where you put your baseball cards or your football cards in a, in a binder, uh, little plastic envelopes, you know. I've got uh, one of those, and I've got probably 25 or 30 fast passes. <laughs> That's how sad it is. Yeah, it, it, well, that's why we continue to do this with all the grime and I mean the crying, the the peeing, the moaning, the groaning. You know what I'm saying, John? We're addicted. Yeah. But I would not, I would not anybody, I would not make anybody I know right now. I wouldn't give them the, I wouldn't expose them to the drug that is Disney World right now with the way things are. <laughs> I would not push this on my friends right now. Yeah, uh, you're not a pusher right now. You're a user. No. You're not a pusher. Yes, I can't uh, kick the habit, but I would not tell everybody you need to try this stuff because it's not that good yeah. for you anymore. I mean, the prices. I just booked another trip, John. I I had to go back three times before I called the people. <laughs> I was like, really? Is this what it's going to be? Uh, I mean, it's nuts, John. I mean, I just booked a family of three uh, a a trip over at the Poly. And it was it was it was over sixteen thousand dollars, John. Wow! It's crazy. It's I, I. Well, let me put it this way: I gave them the quote where they're going to get back to me if they want to go. With yeah, there you go. With that, with everything included. Doug, I, I almost think that's what I paid for my DVC membership. <laughs> I'm just saying. It Holy probably crap. is, John. It probably is. I think I think we paid eighteen five or something, maybe nineteen thousand for DVC. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Uh, ouch. And ouch. these and I know these people. It's a special occasion. It's not a. It's yeah, not, I would. I would it's, not that they're, it's not that they're loaded. If you get what I'm saying, they're they're comfortable, but they're not loaded, dude. Like I, I yeah. have a feeling they're gonna be calling me a bank. Go. So how's this uh, Coronado Springs or Riverside Resort you speak? Yeah, of? yeah. I have a funny feeling. We're good signs. Yeah, but now, I uh, I. I don't know, John. Again, I can't wait. We're we're looking forward to coming down, and uh, I'm watching right now Disney videos in the background. I watched the new Pirates of the Caribbean this morning. The redo they redid it at Disneyland. They, you know, and with this whole new uh, politi- politi- politically correct thing that's going on too around the parks and all. Well, I don't understand. And dude, Pirates is the reason I fell in love with Disney World. But if you really think about it, what is good about a pirate, John? Like, why are we pushing pirates? They weren't actually chivalrous and good people and robbing people. <laughs> you know, I'm surprised that they even redid Pirates of the Caribbean the way things are going now. I'm surprised they didn't say, oh, we're going to let it break and we'll replace that too. What, name one now good thing that you've ever read about a pirate in the history of the world. Uh, nothing. Yeah, exactly. So, but... And believe me, I never wanted to go away, but that's the thing I'm worried about. It's slowly going to get to the point where is there going to be anything at Disney World that's going to be allowed to stay? Minnie and Mickey, maybe. Uh, well, 
ah, we'll just make believe that the pirates were fun, just happy, yeah. happy drunks. Yeah. Basically what we're doing right now. I mean, yeah. they didn't yeah. rob, pillage, steal. They didn't uh, take people's yeah. stuff, burn their house. They didn't do any of that stuff when they landed on the island. They were good people. <laughs> they were, And they were totally politically correct, John. They didn't say a nasty thing ever. But they were just... They were just rogues, you know, yeah. just little scams. That's yeah, all. Exactly. Little mischievous. Yeah. Yeah, that's all. And again, I never wanted to go away, but you get my point with that, right, John? I mean, uh, oh yeah, but yeah. but we talked about it last week. I think long before that, I think Country Bear and Jamboree might be that might be actually on the chopping block at some point. Oh. Uh, it's definitely uh, yeah. <laughs> full of uh, <laughs> some some. Yeah. Uh, I hear you, but it's like I I know it's 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 this is this this is the example of what not to do. But it's there. It's grandfather, so leave it there. You get what I'm saying? It's not I, a good thing. I always kind of figured, yeah, all that, all those attractions like that, Doug. It's basically like All in the Family. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think All in the Family, that stupid sitcom from the '70s, did so much to to help destroy racial barriers yes. because. It made people look at how ridiculous uh, his stereotypes were. Absolutely. You know? and, Absolutely. And when you can look at it and you can laugh at, at him being such a, an idiot racist, yes. yeah, that yeah. It, it really broke down some of those barriers. And I think that's the same type of thing. We're looking at, you know, uh, country bears like, okay, this is the this a is rendition. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. But and the thing was, it and then it showed the meathead on the other side was totally. It shows that we're all yep. nuts. Yep. Let's meet down yep. the middle somewhere. You understand what I'm saying? We need to get to the middle and all be together as one. We're all the same. My wife always says, we're, it, "It's a we're, it's only skin. We're all the same under." You understand what I'm saying? It. We're all the same underneath, and I agree with her 100. percent I judge every human by who they are, not what they are. Am, am, am I? Don't you feel the same way, John? I, yep. I don't. I don't. Like I was watching the greatest, like to judge people and stuff like that. I was watching a TikTok video. These two gorgeous uh, little black children were selling lemonade in 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 the city. I seen the TikTok video. They were so cute. They're out there. They have their lemon, little lemonade stand, and all of a sudden it shows a a group of like fifty bikers pull up. And they all come walking up to buy lemonade off the little kids. And I thought, like, that should be the video on TV right now. Let's all just come together. Yeah. It was so cute. Like, they're all talking to them, the little boy and the little girls. You want one? You want one? And they're all talking and interacting. It was a beautiful thing, John. It was it was really cool. I really, that was one of my favorite videos I've ever seen. Like, you think it's being moral. Exactly. Yeah, like, the preconceived these nasty bikers no they were actually be, they were sweet you get what i'm saying you don't, don't yeah. judge anybody you don't know who they are until you know who they are but i do i will judge one thing though john prices oh, are prices are getting ridiculous at the store i posted a, a picture this morning i took mom and brenda shopping and the, the, the tostitos the tostitos bags have all of a sudden went into Honey, I'm shrinking the audience. I'm going to tie that in with Disney. <laughs> and they shrunk the bags in half, and they're actually twice as much. Now, you figured that one out, John. You used, I used to get my Tostitos two for five in those big jumbo bags. They would have to sell all yeah. the time at Target. Now it's one half a bag for four ninety seven. And And, uh, I mean, the thing is the bags are never full anyway. What do you get? Uh, the bottom quarter of a bag has gifts in it, no matter what kind you buy. 
Yeah, well, this dude, if you've seen the bag now, and literally they have half the. It, it, it's crazy. I didn't get any today. I got other things, but I was walking by it. It was one of those things that stopped me in my tracks. I'm like, what happened to my Tostitos? <laughs> I mean, it was like a half a bag, John, for five bucks. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. So we're on. Yeah, a lot of. Go ahead. When, uh, when I worked for Hagen Dazs years ago, a lot of ice cream uh, companies kind of did that without letting anybody know. They went from a. Uh, a one-gallon size ice cream to a two-liter size. And it was close enough where people didn't notice. And what they did, first of all, was, like, raise the price, like, 10, 20 cents. But, you know, you're really not going to notice that. That's not that big of a deal. But they made all the package sizes smaller. And yeah. so it wasn't enough where you took it home and you went, hey. But if you look at it, it's a good, it's probably, I would say, a fifth less than it was before, you know? So. Yeah. No, it, it was cra- it's crazy. It was dude. sneaky, too. Sneaky. Very, very sneaky. Yeah, so. very, very sneaky. And then I'm walking through today, and yeah, I'm like I said, I'm all, gl- you know, the bag deal is still driving me nuts at all. It always will. And the reason it does is because everything in the damn store is in plastic. I got rubber mates all around me looking at me saying, listen, dude, we're plastic, too. Everything that's made is plastic. You down the soda aisle, everything is plastic. Water bottles coming out the yeehaw. Every can, Gatorade, everything in the store is wrapped in plastic. And then you get to the register, and we gotta give, we gotta bring our own bags. It just, it's just mind-boggling where they draw the line. But what? Come buy your cigarettes for eight seventy-five a pack here. <laughs> I always thought maybe it'd be a good idea for me to take up smoking just so I could quit, and then I could save all that money. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> it probably wouldn't work. Huh? <laughs> Again, I mean, that's where we gotta uh, give our uh, give our alcohol props for the most part. It's like you know, at least they come in glass recyclable bottles. I think if we really care about the environment, I think everything should go back to bottles, John. At least that's recyclable. I never understood. You you tell me that, Doug. I never understood that when we were kids. I used to what I used to do. It shows my uh, fondness. You'd for return it for the money. Candy. Yeah, I would go collect five uh, 10-cent bottles and take it up to uh, the corner store and I'd get 50 cents. And back when I was a kid, I could buy a candy bar and a freaking soda for 50 cents. Can you imagine? 100%. So, and it was a good thing yeah, for the stores, too, because it also drew customers back. Like you. Yeah. You brought the bottle back, which was good for the environment, and then you got yourself a treat from it. And then the store owner and- made out because you spent your money there. And the first thing, the first thing in the whole green movement is not recycling, is not, uh, you know, replanting or anything. No, it's reusing. And that's what those bottles actually did. They got shipped back to the plant, they got washed out, and then reused. So I never understood why we went away from that in the first place. Plus, they make all different kind of things. Remember, glass was being used to go in the highways and all. Remember, John? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They would recycle it that way. It just makes no sense to me how. I mean, it's it's the it's the biggest hypocritical thing. And then I find out we look into it. Half the bags that you're getting now are worse for the environment than the plastic bag was. But that's another story for another day. But yeah, it's driving me nuts. Uh, what do we have here, dude? How? That's what I was getting back to. How was your little uh, trip to Disney on Monday? Uh, it was a uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, had a disappointing evening, shall we say? But uh, uh, I'll hit that first. Actually, we got back out to the park, 
and uh, uh, France was out of uh, Lisa. All Lisa wanted for dinner was a cup of lobster biscuits. And it was about 7 o'clock, and they were out of lobster biscuits somehow. What, at, so, food, at, it, at food and wine or at the France Pavilion? At the France Pavilion in the Bakers. Because okay. so, I didn't uh, know if they opened yeah. up a couple booths early for you or not. That's no, there was nothing open. No okay. booths at all were open. Um, it really didn't disappoint me all that much because, in a way, I was thinking, well, it's kind of, I don't know, maybe in a way it means they actually make it every day. You yeah. know, maybe they make it when they're sold out, they're sold out. It is yeah. what it is. But it kind of put a K-Bosh uh, on her day, and then she just wanted to go back to the room and get something to eat and ended up uh, ordering food to to, to come in and it was a, it just didn't turn out well <laughs> but the rest of the day was really really great uh first of all staying at pop century we we stayed one night um i got a great deal being a member so we were able to stay out there one night um and the skyliner it worked great for us i don't know other people's experiences and stuff like that we did we did have an afternoon thunderstorm but it rolled through quickly and we took it in the morning there was nobody in line. Uh, I think there was like five people or something, and we Lisa had the scooter, so we got right on and transferred over at Caribbean Beach, got right on, uh, got to Epcot. And altogether from Pop Century to, to uh, International Gateway probably took about 22 minutes. I think that was bad. No. And then we came back the same way, no problem. Went, uh, sat at the resort for a couple hours, jumped in the pool, of course, that's me got to do it um and then went back in the evening and came back later and both all all four trips didn't have a single problem i think maybe it stopped for 30 seconds at one time and i thought and honestly the fun was straight beating down on us the second and third trips and i thought for sure we were going to cook and somehow they do a good job of keeping those that air circulating through it now but if we would have got stuck somewhere maybe it would have really stuck but it seems like they're up in the in the good uh breezes and stuff we it, it it's warm but it's not out of control you know what i mean it wasn't so, overbearing to you no it was certainly enjoyable and i thought you know when they built those i was one of the people that was like what an idiotic stupid idea but uh honestly and that you don't get any hotter than the day we were out there so it was it was not nearly as uncomfortable as I thought it would be. So. Well, and those new rooms, like, I know it's been a little while, but because of COVID and all, they weren't overused. The new Pop Century rooms are really nice. Yeah, yeah, they were, it was really nice. Uh, we stayed in the 80s building, so I was happy about that. Mm. So, you know, when I grew up, so. Um, that was nice. Uh, Epcot was nice. Uh, I used my 50% 50, 50 coupon off for Teppanetto. Um and I had some uh, gift cards saved up because I don't even I don't know if we're going to be going on vacation or not. So I figured, what the hell, blow them now. Um, yeah. So we went and we did lunch for Teppanetto, and that was honestly the first. It, it, it may sound silly, but me and Lisa had never been to a Japanese steakhouse before. Oh, we'd never dude. been to a Kobe. Yeah, we'd never been to a Kobe. We'd never been to a Benihana or any place like that. Honestly. Uh, so this was our first experience with a place that that did that cooking in front of you on the uh, on the griddle and everything. So uh, it, we it, had a blast. <laughs> it is awesome. Me and my buddy Kent just because we've eaten there before and it's awesome. Tapanetto, we loved it. 
uh, we were there one time, but we talk about up here, we have a place called, uh, what the heck is it called? Uh, uh, not Iron Moto. It's, uh, yeah, Iron Mo- uh, it has another name. They just changed it. But anyway, we're all sitting there, and my wife finally had to stop us because the cook is sitting there chopping it up and banging his, you know how they bang, they bang on the griddle? Ding, yep. Ding, yep. And then he's throwing this, the shrimp at us in the air, and we're catching them. And me and my buddy Kent were up to like six a piece, five or six a piece. My wife's like, it's enough now because me and him, neither one of us wanted to quit. You know, anything's competitive, dude. <laughs> Plus, I'm getting free shrimp. Stop, right? <laughs> you know? Yeah, so no kidding, right? Yeah, yeah, so, but we were having a good time. It's a lot of fun. We have one called Iron Moto called here, and then the other, I can't think of the other one. There's two of them within a mile of our house, a mile and a half, that are both really, really good. So, go ahead. I'm sorry. No problem. Yeah, so we really enjoyed that. Um, other than that, I waited uh, before we did that. I waited in line for 50 minutes to get Lisa uh, Starbucks. That was uh, the majority of the morning was me waiting in line at Starbucks. Well, uh, that was you got to tell us what you had. Stupid. You got to tell us what you had to eat there. Oh, oh. <laughs> I mean, I went to Tapinetto. Now I got Starbucks with two extra shots yeah, of espresso. Yeah. You know what? I sat at Starbucks for so friggin' long, it was ridiculous. But, uh, no, uh, let's see. I had the steak and shrimp, and Lisa had the chicken and shrimp. And then I got the sushi, uh, or not sushi, uh, sashimi uh, appetizer that had yellowfin, um, salmon, and one other fish on it. I forgot what it was. But that was fantastic. Uh, really, really good. And I really enjoyed the salmon. It was... Um, Tasted like it just came out of the ocean, probably, right? Oh, man, that was probably my favorite bite of the entire day. So, um, yeah, and then we had the the steak and and shrimp, chicken and shrimp, and all of that was really good, but I swear the udon noodles were the best. Dude, Uh, I love udon noodles. I get it. Oh, they were so good. Yeah. They were really good, and his dipping sauces, he made the yum-yum sauce and then uh, a soy ginger sauce. And, you know, I'm a big, I I hate to admit it, but, uh, well, no, I don't. I am what I am, but I love ranch dressing. Um, so I thought for sure I was going to kill that yum yum sauce, you know. Yeah. But actually, the uh, the healthier version of the soy ginger sauce was actually our favorite. Uh, yeah, that is it good. Was a, oh yeah, it was lighter and uh, it, it tasted great on everything. Yeah, the, the, uh, the they do it. Udon noodles, man, fantastic. Dude, they're and they're good for you. They're good for your whole digestive system. They're really healthy for you. Uh, as I've read up on them and. Uh, was I like them so much that I wanted to make sure they were good, and they're actually they're healthy yeah, yeah. for you. They're not like they're they're better than regular pasta for you as far as health wise. But as far as I know, I'm not a doctor, so don't sue me. But anyway, we <laughs> we have a place called Shogun here too. We have three of them, and this one here is a littler place that we love. It has a fa- it's like a little family owned restaurant, and they've been closed inside since COVID. It's a cute little thing, and has like 20 booths, maybe 10. 20, 15 boosts it's little you know but it's it's immaculately clean dude you could go in there and they could drop udon 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 noodles on the floor and you would think about eating them it's that clean in there you wouldn't but you know what i'm saying (laughs) it's spotless in the place and the guy has the freshest sushi and we order from there all the time and i get a a shrimp udon uh stir fry like all the time it comes with the fresh noodles it's not the soup it's just the udon noodles with the shrimp and the, 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 what's the shoot, the pea shoots, you know what I'm talking about? And the, the, all the different veggies are in it. It is so good, John. Yeah. I'm going to sneeze, John. All right. <laughs> so, uh, other than, uh, 
other than my waiting in Starbucks and uh, our our lunch at at Teppanetto, uh, my other big goal for the day was to take my five year anniversary uh, uh, little certificate that I got for being a cast member for five years and getting a picture with Pluto with it. Uh, so I got front to the front of Epcot, uh, waited in line for not too long, probably 15, 20 minutes. Uh, I got picture with uh, Pluto with my, my uh, certificate. And then I actually got him to sign it. So uh, I, I felt like a straight geek, Disney crazy geek, but I did what I did. So, um, but yeah, and uh, Pluto was very excited. <laughs> Because I'm a 50-year-old man that's excited to see Pluto getting a signature. So, obviously, Pluto uh, had a lot of fun um, uh, uh, flying with me. So, it was it was a lot of fun. No, that's amazing, John. I, I retweeted that on Twitter for you when you put it out there. I thought it was really cool seeing that. It was nice to yeah. see a smile on your face with all the craziness going on in your life right now. That kind of took you out of reality for a couple minutes. You know what I'm saying? That was good for you. Yeah, absolutely. It was uh, it was a lot of fun, and uh, and I don't know. I, you know, I, Doug. I mean, as much as yeah, obviously we we do find things to criticize quite a bit with Disney. I, I still absolutely love to play. I've got the certificate all framed in the house already. Yeah. <laughs> Put it up on my wall, so you know it is what it is. Hey, dude, I get up this morning, like I said, watching the Pirates refurbished in Disneyland. I got to watch it. I watched the live Harmonious last week. I, I still love it. I cannot, uh, constantly on my phone, you know how it has all those, the video, the phone, the, it'll show you memories on your phone? Yeah, yeah. Like, 80% of my memories are from Walt Disney World, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah, I know. I know. It's constantly coming up. I, I mean, I had a memory of me and Brenda from last year, uh, at the new gelato stand popped up. I mean, that's heaven to me. I mean, just seeing my wife's beautiful face eating her gelato, if you get what I'm saying, or drinking her drink that were there, and I had my gelato. Cause we, we were standing in front of Italy. I got Brenda's beautiful picture comes up standing in front of Italy. I mean, I was like, do you know how bad I wanted to be there, John? Yeah, the ones that I've had come up lately for two years ago was uh, when me, Lisa, and uh, uh, Nicholas, a.k.a. the Young Republican, <laughs> boardwalk for that night um, when the park just reopened and so it's, it's a lot of pictures of absolutely emptiness no. which is bizarre to look back upon now so. no it's awesome and when I sneezed these last couple of times and coughed and all that you didn't hear anything I got the mute button working good <laughs> yeah, yeah I heard that was about <laughs> okay well I just wanted to make sure but no, John, I can't. I'm watching a 4K Walt Disney World right now. It's a, I love their videos because all they do is they don't talk. They just walk through the parks, and they do a really good job. And right now they're headed toward. They're headed through uh, Frontierland. They're headed over towards. Uh, uh, they just crossed over the bridge from not Frontier from uh, yeah, from uh, the, what is it called? The boat ride over there by Frontierland Jungle Cruise. They just left there and they're coming back towards Adventureland and all, John. So, I okay. don't know. I uh, I just want to be there bad. But they're still making me mad when I'm booking trips. Uh, positive. So the, uh, Go ahead. Okay. No, I was going to say, uh, I, I know it's one of your news stories. So, uh, I did a little unscientific poll for one of the uh, uh, things that happened this week. Uh, obviously, I think everybody's heard the Tower of Terror signs. 
on World Drive was taken down. And why was that taken down, John? Tell everybody. Well, so I don't know, but, you know, I put it out there on Facebook. Let's see what some of the uh, answers were. So my, uh, why was the Tower of Terror fine taken down? Number one, it's going to be replaced with a fine for Tron. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, number two, it's going to be replaced with a fine for a Galactic Galactic Star Cruiser, you broke uh, no. off. Galactic Star yeah. Cruiser, okay. Yeah, ahead. Galactic Star Wars, Galactic Star Cruiser. Number three, absolutely nothing. A uh, good possibility there. Uh, number four, a toll booth that would charge you as you drove through. Um, I say four. Okay, or number five, a giant statue of Bob Chapin. Uh, I still say five because he prefers money over him that, that picture. <laughs> He could care less about that man could care less about that. He all he cares about is squeezing every penny out of your pocket. So I would what say, if it, what me, if it was a giant? What if it was a giant statue of Bob JPEX that was a toll? Well, I could see that sob doing that. <laughs> yeah, I could see him doing that. You know, I mean, cause that's all he cares about. I mean, like like right now, how crowded the parks are. I I don't even think they're. I don't even know how they are doing a reservation system, John. It's it's shoulder to shoulder. I think they're letting everybody in. Know, just re I think I think what they're doing is anybody that wants to get in when it's open can, and then they stop that. This way, they know what the hell's going on and don't let anybody else in after a certain time period. If you get what I'm saying, I don't think there's any restrictions when it's open, but I think there's a close date that cuts off restriction. Yeah, it would be interesting to to have a uh, guest here today with a, a ticket admission so I could get compared because, like, uh, I I tried and I tried and I tried. I never found any overtime for tomorrow. Um, so I'm going to end up with tomorrow off Tuesday. Lisa starts their chemo. So I was like, well, maybe we could run out to the Magic Kingdom for a couple hours tomorrow morning. Yeah. And there's no... There was no way I was getting into the Magic Kingdom. I could have got into Epcot again, but that was the only park that, that would have let us in. Now, it would have been interesting to be sitting there with uh, a guest or somebody with an annual pass to, to compare to see if they would have been able to get in. Yeah. Because I know I'm not, I'm not blocked out. I, they're just telling me I don't I can't get a reservation. So. Yeah. I would bet. I mean, I. I mean, I've never seen the park. The, the parks are like this. Four Ks from yesterday, I think it is, and it's like there's no room to walk, John. I mean, there's constant like through the Magic Kingdom. There's a steady line going one way and a steady line going the other way. You know exactly what I'm talking about. There's no real break in the action. Yeah, that's when the the screens start. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I don't know. I. I don't know. We've been looking around trying to see when we want to come back down. So we're keeping you guys in mind because we're thinking about doing that. You follow me? Yeah, but don't uh, put all your eggs in the basket that we can actually do that. We're going to try, no, but I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't want y'all coming down and then being, uh, well, I mean, I don't think you'd be too disappointed if he didn't get to see us. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, I would, John. That would be the whole reason we were coming down, really. I mean, we can come down anytime we want to. We would come down if we can to be there to celebrate you follow me yeah so, yeah I well judas know. uh judas and tommy now have reservations around that same time so uh, we're gonna try uh lisa 
chemo will be done, I think, at the begin at the end of September, and then she has radi radiation. So I'm hoping by January everything's done. You don't think the sweet, beautiful Judith and the wonderful Tommy like texted me that like me and Brenda multiple times for that? Just saying. I'm yeah, just saying. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I kept you up to date. Yeah. But, you know, with us, uh, like they have, uh, we, we're going to keep more in touch with you to see. We want to go if we can. If work lets us in the whole nine yards, we want to do it. Oh, yeah. But also, it isn't. Just being honest with you, it isn't mine and Brenda's favorite time of the year to come down, if you get what I'm saying. That's why we're not down there all the time at that time. We've been down a few times around then. But because of weather, you don't know what you're going to get. You know what I'm saying? It could, we've been down there with frost at that time, and you know that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. January is uh, totally up in the air. It could be 82 degrees, yep. or it could be uh, a high of 48. We've I mean, had that's what we had this last year. Or you could have both the same week, yep. which is very We've good. had that. Um, yep. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because we've uh, been down there two or three times in January and like four or five around February because that's Brenda's mom's birthday because I would you know, we've taken her down a few times for her birthday. And we've had it where we've had frost to start the week and 88 degrees at the end of the week. You know, and just yep. it's crazy. But we do want to come. If Judith and everybody else is going to be down there, we want to be there. And but I don't want to book a reservation and pay for because we're thinking about this time if we did do it getting a house again and I don't want to invest all that money if you're going to be moving it you understand what I'm saying like Judith could move her points or you understand what I'm saying we could we could work it I just don't want to book a house and have to can't you understand what I'm saying I'm trying to wait to see what's yeah. going on a little bit so yep. but I do want to go down with you guys I want the reason we'd be going at that time is because we love you guys and we love Tommy and Judith that's what we'd be going down for because we would love to be with you guys. So, we're like, we're like probably eighty percent sure right now. So we're gonna probably do something, John. It just, you know, the booking things have gotten a little harder too. They don't have the same easy cancellations that with COVID was around as they did before. You know what I'm saying? They want to take a few bucks now again. It used to be when COVID was going, even though it's coming back again supposedly, a lot of these houses, all you'd book them and they would have uh, up to up to the cancellation you can get all your money back you follow me now it's right. like now it's like two weeks or a month you get what i'm saying like before so okay. if yeah. you wait too long they take a few hundred hours as you understand what i'm saying so yeah and that was suck. yeah for not you know what i mean so but we'll see because i don't know and the reason i the other thing is i have to talk to tommy and judith because if you guys decide not to go they might move it a week or, you understand what i'm saying so I got to make sure they're staying at that week no matter what. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, That's the point I was trying to make. It isn't, if they're definitely going to keep it no matter what, we can try to get you, even if you don't stay there the week, we can get you guys out for a day or two. Oh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I mean, it's not like if uh, it doesn't work out for us for the entire week, it's not like that we can't come over for dinner or something like that. Exactly. So, you know. I just want to make sure if that ain't going to be the time, then... Judith and Tommy might say, if you're not staying a week, then we'll move ours. You know, and I want to make sure because that doesn't, you know what I mean? So I'm just trying yeah. to wait a little bit to make sure what's going on. That's all. But we do want yeah, to Yeah, well, I, 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 I can tell you that that probably wouldn't be the case because if we do have to move it, we'd probably end up moving it to May or something. And I don't think Judith and Tommy are going to wait that long on vacation. So, no, uh, but they might yeah, move it up to the week before because they loved last year at New Year's. Yeah, yeah, true enough. You know, and if they decide to do that, we're not, 
you understand what I'm saying? I don't know what we'll do. Maybe we will, we won't, but yeah. I just want to make sure it's set in stone before I go do something. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. But uh, good things that we didn't have to tell Chapik or anybody else to do. They finally brought the Flying Monkeys back at Disney and the Tumbling... The fly, the tumbling monkeys, and the flying bird return to uh, Lion King, John. Yeah, you're thinking of Wizard of Oz with flying monkeys. That's the tumbling. Yes, uh, tumbling monkeys, but they do fly on the trampoline, John. So they could actually technically be flying monkeys. I, I suppose. Do they not go? No, up, the did they not go up no, and down I, in the air? I, I disagree. The flying monkeys from Wizard of Oz were one of my nightmares as a child, so I do not <laughs> see them as flying monkeys. Thank you. Okay, but they do technically fly in that show, do they not? I would say they more glide, perhaps, <laughs> okay. or they levitate, perhaps, for a minute, yeah. but, or a second. Yeah, they bounce really good, but no, they return. Okay, there you go. And without the, I think them and the Flying Bird and the lead singer are the best three things of the show, so without those two being there, two-thirds of the best part of the show were going. Do, do you agree with me on that? I would say, and add the fire dude. And yeah, that's four. Yeah, yeah. I love the I love the uh, 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 scar song um, and uh, and the fire guy. So. Yeah, like there's like four segments. What is there? Four or five segments in this show, and a couple of them were missing. Is is the bottom line of it? Yep, yep, yep. You're absolutely right. And yeah. So yeah, it's nice. Uh, I haven't seen a whole video, so I'm hoping it's back to exactly the way it was when I worked there. So I think it is, honestly. That's everything I'm reason reading too, so it's back. Uh, awesome. What was your favorite part that you did at the Lion King? Uh, I enjoyed. It's called uh, Simba, which is the uh, part two of the, every section. You know uh, the uh, warthogs, the uh, elephants, the lions, and the giraffes are split into two different positions for the theater staff. Uh, the lion part two is called is considered Simba. And so when you're doing that position, you can go, you have about three and a half minutes. Cause that timing on that show is down to the, literally the minute and how much time you have to get the people out. The people in. Oh, it's like an, it's actually like a Broadway show the way they have to move it in. Yeah. They don't have time to slow and, Oh no! And it was honestly, I, I I enjoy the buses, but I think that's probably the position, the role I like the best uh, that I've done so far. And because the day was so quick, you know, you were constantly doing stuff, which makes a day fly by. Um, so, but on on the Simba position, you actually had the ability to take about four minutes, go out front, and fill up any VIP seats that were not taken. And so I was able to go find a random guest walking by and go, hey, you see my team show yet? And they go, no, well, we can't get in, you know. It's already packed. And uh, she wanted to sit up front. She's crying. Well, follow me. And then I put them in the VIP seats. So that was always absolutely That's awesome. Yeah, it was, it was one of the positions out there. I mean, on Pirates, I was able to... What, give somebody a fast pass every so while woo, you yeah. know. But I mean, a fast pass for pirates are actually sitting in the front row of uh, uh, Festival of Lion King. I go with Festival of Lion King. So. No, hundred percent. No, I love I love Festival of Lion King. I I, I still. 
I still remember it, and I loved it in the... The new theater's gorgeous, but I, I still remember when Animal Kingdom first opened. I went to see that in the original theater on, you know, in Pandora was. And, and that was absolutely awesome, wasn't it, John? Yeah, actually, I saw it. My, my cousin worked at Animal Kingdom at the time in 98, and she got us in for uh, the, early, the soft opening. And so we saw the, the show with the tumble monkeys out of costume and the whole... It was, they were still practicing. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, because that was where Camp Mini Mickey was and all that over there. You know what I mean? Oh. Yeah, you had Camp Mini Mickey, which used to be pretty cool for the kids. So. Uh, John, yeah, had, you got it. I'm sorry. I was going to say you had the Pocahontas thing, too, with uh, the uh, actually some um, wild animals from around central florida that i always liked mm-hmm. you know she had a uh, uh, raccoon and a couple other uh, a couple of other so that was cool. yeah pocahontas is always nice to look at john they always do a good job with the character with the princesses john and pocahontas being me an american indian i always see pocahontas john <laughs> uh, she's uh yeah she's usually a very beautiful young lady yes she is uh more beautiful young ladies john uh the young, beautiful young Every youngins are gonna love uh, Frozen. Uh, first time in forever is gonna reopen, John. They're redoing it. It's gonna be That's open good. actually a week earlier. I mean, it's closing a week earlier and it's gonna open a week earlier. It's closing on August twenty second. It's gonna be revised, and it's gonna reopen on September tenth. It's gonna be closed from August twenty second to September 9th and then reopen on September tenth. The original opening date was September seventeenth. That show is so popular with the young girls that uh. They 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 getting it done as fast as possible, John. Uh, not only young girls, but it, it's a funny show. There's a lot of, I wouldn't say blue adult humor, but kind of stuff that runs up to the line there. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. 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 yeah, it's a de- it's a good yeah, show. Enjoyable, I found it. Yeah, it's a really enjoyable show. So. Yeah, they do a good job with it. Dude, they're tearing our, they're tearing our boardwalk apart, John. They're changing everything over there. I still don't understand. Me and Tommy Lee for the. Uh, I lost you, John. You're there, but you're really breaking up. But you'll get through that thunderstorm. You're in the mountain range again. I'm in the, in the swamp. Yeah, but uh, they're changing it. And for the love of God, I know you've said it. Me and Tommy Lee have said it. Multiple other people. I still don't understand how that ESPN club is going away. Like why they don't feel the need to keep that. That one I'm seriously confused about. I mean, the only thing I could think is, John, and, and, and I'm not trying to even be smart or be a troublemaker because I do that enough as it is, is it that they don't want us blue-collar? They don't want they don't want those people around that highfalutin resort area? They don't want the rowdies coming in to watch games or something? I don't know what else it could be. I don't. For the love of me, I don't understand why you'd be closing that because they they, they own ESPN. As I was saying, John, I really don't think they want the blue collar. They don't want the shot in the beer kind of guy watching, grabbing a burger. They want to have uh, brie and cheese, as you were picking on me before we restarted again. But I don't know what what would your re- what would the reasoning be that they don't want ESPN club there when they own ESPN. 
I hope, honestly, is that they have big plans for the uh, NBA experience at Disney Springs, and they're going to turn it into the giant sports bar that we've all been clamoring for for years and years and years and years and years. Okay, well, I just cross uh, fingers that, and toes for that, John. Yeah, other than that, I wouldn't have a clue. Uh, but I know if they did put a giant sports bar at Disney Springs, at least they would have the, the parking, uh, the ability to get to it, um, you know, a lot easier than the ESPN club. So I don't know, maybe Doug, maybe they're just going to announce a ginormous ESPN club at Disney Springs. I'm going with that. That's my thought, my, my hope, my, my wish. How's that? Okay, I'm going to cheat again, John, here, with this question you asked me to start. After I get rid of Lightning Lane... Oh, come on! No, this is... This oh, is dude, I can, come up, this isn't... I can come up with 7 million of them, John. Don't you know me by now? All right, all right. But we're on the subject, so... Uh, okay, I'll turn on a bit of architecture by Doug, or building design, or whatever. Land design. I would literally, because that area is so popular, that... I don't understand why it's so wonderful there. Why they don't have a, another parking lot that they add that is just to visit that area and to use the other exit. Like, make it so much, if you get what I'm saying, to break up the crowd. But also, so many people, like, don't get to go to Flying Fish and all these great restaurants because they, they can't park to get in and out of there. I, 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 I don't understand why they don't have design a bigger parking lot for that resort because everybody wants to go there. No, they should have, they should, I mean, if anything, you know where the cast member parking is for uh, uh, Boardwalk, right? Yeah. It's across the street behind the uh, Speedway desk. Yeah, I know exactly um, where it is. Yeah. And so, if anything, expand that parking lot if you're not staying at the beach or yacht club, but you're, you want to come and walk around. Well, then come over there. And you know what? If you're that worried about people parking there and going to Epcot or something, well, then validate the ticket. If yes. you buy something at, at at Boardwalk or if you go to dinner at the Flying Fish, well, there's your validation, and you're allowed to park there with no problem, no issues, no you know, no 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 big deal. But if you if you're cheating and you're just walking to Epcot, well, then you're going to get busted and they're going to charge you twenty five dollars. So, but yeah, I mean, uh, before walking from or from before staying at uh, Boardwalk, we had never walked around there, and there's so much. Uh, I don't know, just unique stuff to do there, especially when they bring back the magician and the uh, and the mime and all that type of stuff. And it's a fun place to hang out for a couple hours. Hundred so. percent. Like I, I, I mean, I, I hate to say it, but I'd be willing to pay to park over there just for the convenience of it because I like that area. I would park there instead of the Epcot parking lot, if you understand. I'd book dinners there. I would, because I don't like to feel like I'm trying to cheat the system. Because I usually do book a restaurant, so I'm not cheating the system. But you get what I'm saying. I wouldn't mind parking there and paying for it and deciding where I want to eat. You get what I'm saying. So I didn't have to have a reservation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, they really, in hindsight, you know, 2020 uh, visions always. Uh, hindsight's always 2020, but. Really, uh, the International Gateway is such a popular entrance that it would have been nice to have a smaller parking lot there and, and just uh, charge admission somewhere. Maybe, yeah, like right at the boardwalk, right in between uh, Hollywood Studios and Epcot. That way you could walk to either park if you wanted to and stuff like that. So. No, 100%. It would be it would break up the, 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 the crowd, if you get what I'm saying. I, I don't know. I just... Yeah. 
they just need to make it easier to get in and out of there. But they're going to have a, they got rid of our ESPN club and now a boardwalk deli to open this summer at, at Disney's boardwalk. It's taken over the bakery, John, which me and Brenda, we talked about the boardwalk bakery was the, the design of the boardwalk bakery. Cause we went over there for breakfast a couple of times. It's so annoying, John. Like you, you literally feel like I called it Disney's version of the soup Nazi from Seinfeld. The way you had to move through yeah, that line. It was. It was. It wasn't very streamlined, was it? No, and they were like they expected you to know anything, everything, and they had they and the cast members had they expedited you like they were the the moodiest cast members I've ever dealt with, and I think it was because of the design of the restaurant. It was like they were totally mean, but they weren't like outgoing to explain to you what everything was. If you didn't know what you were getting, you were, you know, SOL. You know what I'm saying? Move it along. Move it along, please. Move it along. Yeah, and it was like, and then you're over there in that little area. Brenda got a bagel. Like, it's a little you're fighting 18 people to try to toast your bagel. Yes, it, it felt like uh, Starbucks. It felt like uh, the end of, when you're waiting for your coffee at Starbucks and there's uh, 170 people waiting for their coffee at the same time. So. Yeah, like, I, I, I honestly believe, in my opinion, like, everybody touching and using that toaster isn't, a fun thing to me. They should have had a, a, a one of those toasters like the conveyor belt in the back and you wanted it toasted, they just toasted it for you. You understand? Toasted your Cinnabon or whatever. You understand what I'm saying? You shouldn't be over there doing it yourself, waiting in line for a tiny toaster. Like even at Riverside, they had the bigger one and then they put it back because I don't understand why we kids and everything, how they even was allowed to have a toaster out in the open, John. Yeah, they do it. Uh, at the resorts like that, and I guess that's the same reason they, they had boardwalk because there are so many people that bring their own bread and stuff like that from their room, and so they're making breakfast, and then that way they gave them a, an ability to just grab, use the toaster without actually buying something from the from uh, the quick service. Yeah, well, put so. a toaster in your room then, in the rooms then, but I don't understand those <laughs> exactly. big conveyor belt ones. You get a kid, it flips over, they reach their hand in there to fix it. You get what I'm saying? It was like you could put your hand yeah. in them things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But no, we ain't. That's. I've had some decent things there, but the way it was set up, the Boardwalk Bakery ain't one that I'm like sad about it going completely. I. I wish. Hopefully, it's part of this, but they redesigned the whole thing because that design was horrible. So. Yeah. Yeah, I would think so. If they're gonna redo it, what do you call it? A, it's gonna be a deli now. Yeah, it's called. Uh, it's gonna be. Uh, hold on. It. All of a sudden, my computer decided to scroll down all by itself beautiful thing boardwalk deli to be open this summer at disney's boardwalk uh that 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 boardwalk deli will will open for this summer on disney's boardwalk replacing the existing boardwalk bakery <laughs> which i don't get that the northeastern style deli will offer a brand new menu that will include fresh deli sandwiches fresh baked breads and a selection of bakery items boardwalk deli will open for breakfast lunch and dinner What's your thoughts on that, Johnny? I think we get a Gabagool in there. We might if Tony Soprano comes down to visit. <laughs> uh, let me get a quarter pound of Gabagool, please. Gabagool. Disney. I don't know. It, it really. Good. I was going to say it really depends on on what they might have in there. I mean, actually, if they have prosciutto and capicola and stuff in there, I'd be very excited. But I don't. It, I don't know. They're Disney's version of certain places never actually pan out as they, they envision it. So, and especially 
I, uh, all you uh, food critics from the Northeast, you're uh, you're, you're uh, kind of attached to your your stuff up there. So I don't think Disney will do any type of a version of a deli that you would be happy with. No, not yeah. at all. And I'll be honest with you, though. And I always am. I'm saying that, and I'm pissing myself off as soon as it comes out of my big mouth. But I think you're gonna, I need to make a rule where you like owe me a quarter every time you say that. Dude, I'll just send you down a fifty each month and call it a day. <laughs> but I hate I hate when people say that and then I say it three times. Yeah, yeah, Bob got me saying it, and it po's me. But anyhow. I, uh, I'm not a big deli kind of, like, I like deli here, and I, I eat lunch meats for work when Brenda lets me, like, she, you know, monitors my intake, but growing up, I eat a ton of hoagies and sandwiches, you know, that's what I eat for work, because what I do, it ain't like I can bring hot meals all the time, you know, Brenda will get up, Brenda yeah. gets up, at, in the winter time, Brenda gets up at a half hour before me, and she'll pack my thermos, she puts, you know, she does do things like, uh, it's really cool. Like we'll uh, do chicken pot pies and put them inside there, heat it up in the morning, and she throws it in. And she is good to me, homemade soup, stuff like that. I'm not saying that, but during most of the time of the year, I get deli sandwiches and stuff like that. And it's like when I go on vacation, the the last thing I want is deli. I don't want a sandwich. I want the food from around the world. I want to go to experience different things i'm not going there to eat a lunch meat sandwich is probably as good it's probably good earl's mm-hmm. sandwich is good you know how many times i've eaten at the earl's sandwich down there john one time to try it out of all those yeah and- for where i live and for what what i do for a living the last out of all those places on disney springs the last place i want to eat at earl's sandwich and it's one of the better places i'm not saying that it's for the locals in my opinion but go ahead oh yeah i mean uh, to, to your point, how many times have I eaten at Earl of Uh Probably 50. So, <laughs> so and, uh, I mean, it, because it, it's one of the better places around here to get a sandwich. A yes. sandwich. So, yeah, actually, I probably would like it a lot, uh, the deli, uh, if it actually has some decent stuff. If it has sliced ham and sliced turkey, that's not a deli. I mean, that's a meat challenge. Yeah, or but it's Oscar Meyer meats. meats. If it's fresh cut deli yeah, meats, like- I mean, John, we got yeah. delis like you can't. We first of all, we got seven thousand Wawas, and I don't even like their deli meat. I eat their sandwiches, but compared to our local delis, th- that's not considered no, great not food. The same. No, no, not at all. And uh, no, I mean I could take you into a Publix down here, which we all think is God's gift to the uh, grocery market world, and you wouldn't think their deli was anything special. Believe me. I mean, you guys have. I mean, the Northeast has uh, a lot. We go in our local shop, right? And not even kidding you, there's probably a hundred different meats in there. That from Boar's Head and Deets and Watson, you get what I'm saying? Fresh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, You got you got turkey has 75 different kind of turkeys. If you and then we have a place called the Amish Market down the street. It's uh, they got their lunch meats are so fresh, it's ridiculous, John. They cut what they use for the day. That's how fresh their meats are. Yeah. There's no preservatives in it, if you follow me. So I'm I'm happy for the people that don't get this kind of food. But for me, it'll probably be a one and done to go in. Maybe I'll try pastries or something if they have stuff like that or a breakfast sandwich. You know you know what I'm saying, John. Well, uh, the only the thing that I would be most excited for, is, honestly, if they, if they go back to doing breakfast, is to see how their bagels are, which I doubt will be good. But mm. yeah, you never know. And... Uh, Corned beef hash. Well, there they have not- that here. They have a picture of a 
the corned beef, corned beef sandwich. Yeah, it really looks good. It's on a like a marble bread. No, I mean corned beef hash for breakfast. Oh, okay, eggs. okay. No, I'm sorry. I'm, I, this is a corned beef sandwich. I, my apologies. Yeah. Well, that that's good too. But no, I would. I want to find a place, and I can't find one around here. Obviously, that has. I mean, uh, our local uh, restaurant we stop to get breakfast at sometimes on the way to Disney. They have corned beef hash, but it comes out of a can. It's the same as I can buy it at the grocery store. So I'm. I'd, I'd love to find a deli that makes corned beef hash locally and. And, and fresh, but it's, it's hard to find. So. Nah, I hear you. Nah, it says update. Up, I went to another story. Updates will include a new design boardwalk lobby in, including a coffee bar, refreshed guest rooms, and new table service restaurant and bakery, and a new sandwich shop. So that's why the boardwalk bakery's gone away, because that other restaurant supposed to also have bakery goods, remember? Yeah. Yeah, remember yeah. we the cake and bake shop by Gwendolyn Rogers is a new table service. Oh, the restaurant. one that's uh, yeah, yeah, the one that's replacing the ESPN club. Yeah, okay. so that explains it. Table service restaurant and bakery expected to open in 2023, according to Disney. This restaurant will offer both savory and and dessert menu, along with afternoon tea service and a whimsical atmosphere. That com- and I told you, dude. Just by them printing, whimsical atmosphere tells me they don't want Joey and and Tony to come in and get a beer and watch and get a burger at the ESPN Club. <laughs> they want Biff, Biff, Biff and Skippy to come in and get a spot to tea. Chet. Yeah. Chet, Chet and Tory. Okay. The existing Boardwalk Bakery will become a sandwich shop, and the ice cream store will remain. So you're gonna be able to still get your ice cream. Inside Disney's Boardwalk Inn, the area touches will rejuvenate the lobby, lounge, and guest rooms. Reinvigorated jump. Carrying the seaside breeze right inside, just off the lobby, a new coffee bar. With the, did I sound Bostonian there? Coffee bar, John. Coffee bar. With uh, artisanal beverages and quick bites will be available to go in a newly refreshed seating space inside or outdoors. Think the coffee will be free, John? Uh, sure, Doug. <laughs> uh, the poor ESPN club. They didn't even, after COVID, they, they just kicked that to the curb after COVID, dude. Yeah, and I, I like you, don't understand. Because, the, I mean, no matter what we may think of what Disney's aiming for, that is a huge market, Doug. There's a lot of money to be made with beer and uh, nachos. Um, so <laughs> it's got to go somewhere. And there's a, uh, I mean, just driving the bus today, the amount of people you see with, uh, uh, although you Philadelphia fans, my God. We I, are the right best. The my, we are the best. Right at the top of my head, I'm, I'm thinking it's not even friggin' football season, but I saw two people wearing eagle hats and then uh, uh, somebody wearing a Phillies t-shirt. So it's like, God, you can't get away from these fans. We represent, dude. There's not a Disney vacation that I've ever been on that I didn't have oh, well, a Phillies no, or an Eagles no jersey with me. A Phillies or, Eagles, Phillies or Eagles hat has made it every single pilgrimage to Disney World. I've, I've gone through Disney... I've met more people by wearing my Eagles stuff in the parks than any other thing, dude. I mean, 
me and Brenda's walking around, but the one week I remember they were playing Jacksonville, and I, we were at the Animal Kingdom Lodge. I watched it out at the pool bar. Dude, I must have had 17 to 20 people telling me, "How were you watching the game? Where were we going? What are you doing for the game?" <laughs> As our wives are dragging us, like, I can't believe you want to watch a stupid game. We're at Disney World, but dude. We, we we represent, dude. We're not fair weather fans. We, we we stay on the bus. We don't hop off the bus, dude. Uh, you, you, you guys, uh, you, and, and that goes for a lot of you North, Northeast fans. I mean, uh, Cleveland, Cincinnati, and Detroit, yeah, they're, uh, they're not as, as diehard as Yeah, Eagle Boston fans, fans ain't or, as uh, good, John. Those Boston teams, their <laughs> fans are horrible, you know. Well, they have a lot to root for, Doug. I mean, so they, they kind of – I don't know if they get the same respect because it, it's easy to root for most Boston teams, honestly. Well, um, they, one thing I will I, say, though – How hard is it to root for Detroit? No, how hard is it to root for the Lions? I mean, come on. So. And I'm I'm kind of a closet Lions fan, and that's sad. That's but, and and I'll, re, I'll give you yeah. the reason. And I'm not saying they're my team. I, if they go to Super Bowl, I'm not going to be wearing their colors or anything like that. But I'm a Leo, and when I was a little kid, my mother, my mother used to be no, my mother was really in the plaque shack, and she didn't under, she really didn't get into it. There was a big lion's plaque, and it was actually the lion's logo. She painted it all for me and put it in my room. So I followed. I love Barry Sanders is one of my favorite players that ever touched the football. I love Billy Sims. I watch. I always rooted for Detroit, but I would never say they're my team. If you get what I'm saying, but. If they won a Super Bowl, I'd be happy for them. If you go, as long as they don't beat my Eagles, but I I like the Lions. Uh, I, yeah, I, I can't see how anybody other than the team playing Detroit would be happy <laughs> for yes. that poor team yep. win if it, if it ever did. And and I mean that. So yeah, you guys up in the Northeast, you really love your teams, and you have a lot of of uh, uh, loyalty to them. I mean. Uh, Three years from now, if the Lightning don't make it back to the playoffs, people will uh, be done. <laughs> it is uh, Florida is very, uh, uh, very uh, moving on to the next big thing. Yeah. So. Oh, absolutely. Well, the other thing is you got the thing is the problem with most of the problem with Florida. One, there's so much to do, and other is there's so many people. It's a melting pot. It's an American melting pot, is what it is. So you got your oh, certain yeah. veins, well, and then you got your people that. I call the slugs like are up here that they wear the jerseys. See, you got probably probably 40% of Florida are home. They root for their home, their locals. Probably the other 50 uh, another 40% of Florida is transplants that works for work, roots for their teams that used to be there. And then you got 20% of slugs. And what I call a slug is the guy that has the Steelers jersey on. He has the Lakers jersey on. He and he lives in your area. Born and raised here. He, I root for the Lakers. I root for the... And the reason being is Kobe's my man. Uh, Terry Bradshaw was great. They root for all the teams that win. They're the slugs. And you have those down there. They don't root for anybody. But as soon as the local teams are doing good, they're at every game. That's their team. And then they'll throw them right under the bus as soon as they're bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it happens all the time. I don't know. I mean, not to go too... We're down this rabbit hole somehow in the sports, but... Uh, Carmen I mean, and Brian sponsored this. <laughs> John Cooper has brought two Stanley Cups to uh, Tampa Bay, and he didn't make the or he didn't win the Stanley Cup this year. And there's people talking about firing him. I don't like seriously. <laughs> he made it three years in a row, and how how can you even 
think that, but there I don't is. know. People amaze me. They really do. I mean, uh, I don't know. Facebook fan groups are some of the worst human beings in the world. They oh, are. Yeah. Yep. Oh, it's the but same people anyway, that call my local radio station. <laughs> yeah, like you. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a Fairweather fan, dude. No, but you, you certainly call your local radio station. <laughs> oh, all the time. They know me by name. Doug I from know. Amstown. <laughs> they answer, hey, Dougie. How's it going, Dougie? What do you got for us today? Uh, yeah. Nice. The lighthouse is being refurbished, which my brother loves lighthouses. Tomater. They're redoing the lighthouse yeah. at the Otten Beach Club. That whole lake area the boardwalk area everything is being redone over there it really looks it's going to be beautiful in another year so it's all being yeah, done. your brother likes your brother likes lighthouses he'll have to come down and we'll go to the we'll do some beach tour uh at some point because uh there's a beautiful one at pond Inland up there in st augustine there's another one so yeah, we got some beautiful uh beautiful lighthouses down here yeah he loves lighthouses dude i think he'd like to live in one to be left alone to be quite honest with you uh, <laughs> finishing touches continued to be added to Epcot's Connection Cafe and Eatery. How was that, John? Uh, a long line. Um, other than that, yeah, it was, it was fine. I mean, I, and, and I got me a highlight. It took me literally eight minutes to get me a highlight. It took 47 and a half minutes to get Lisa her Starbucks. So there you go. If you want uh, something to eat or a beer, it ain't going to take long at all, but. I forbid a coffee. Yeah, yeah. but what? And there's what? two lines, and there's a million freaking uh, cast members, or whatever. I don't know if they're Starbucks employees or if they're cast members, but um, anyhow, there's a, a. I really don't know what took so long. Part of it, Doug, is the same thing that you run into in every quick service line everywhere. They get to the counter and they go, um, let me see. Oh, yeah. You've been waiting for 40 minutes. You don't know what you want. Seriously, people. Seriously. Yeah, they're the same idiots that don't pull their card out when they get up to the register. Uh, they don't. They, they don't have anything ready whatsoever. They're those same idiots. There's a lot of complaint, not complaints, but people are saying that the board, the menu board, is hard to read because of the sunlight. Oh, the glare. No, I didn't notice that. Yeah, I was there in the morning, and I could see the highlight. Uh, obviously, that's all I was looking for. Yeah, it says, it's no big deal, but it's it's saying, I'm reading here. That's the only reason I'm bringing it up. I'm not trying to pick. I find enough crap to pick on, let alone this. But the new menu board looks striking due to their, their size, but suffers from readability issues due to a lot of reflection on the glass panels. Uh, apparently, people are having trouble reading the boards. Maybe that's why they're undecided when they get up there, John. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's the only excuse I have. How how was your highlight? Was it was it everything you dreamed of and more, John? It was fresh, bitter, and cold. So that's all I need out of a highlight. And what was on the menu there, John? Did you see the new menu? Well, that's the one that we talked about. Yeah, the cheeseburgers. Uh, well, there are several different burger selections. So um, I didn't honestly, know if there was like a special they put up there with you being there. You get what I'm saying? Like I didn't know if it was anything more than what the menu read. No, I, I didn't notice anything other than the burgers, but I think that's what me and Lisa should have done after her lobster bisque was in France. We should have made our way back over here maybe and, and tried a burger because we could have split one of those and uh, probably had a nice evening instead of doing what we did. But anyhow. Yeah. Uh, speaking of burgers, dude, I made 
some incredible burgers for lunch today. They were good. That's what we had. Burgers. Do you ever do fries on your grill? No, I don't think I've tried that. Dude, I got it down to a science. You put it on the upper tier and put it on... Because during the summer, dude, I hate using the oven. You know what I'm saying? It's like, why use the oven when you got a grill? Do you agree with me on that? Heat it takes house. forever to cool down the kitchen, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. yeah. So I get them in a little... Uh, I put them in a aluminum tray and put them on the top tier while I'm cooking on the, on the uh, grill. Put them up on the top tier... Dude, about 15, 20 minutes on that top tier, they're perfect, dude. They're incredible. I think they taste better than in the, than in the oven. So I got them down to a science. Yeah, so. Lisa really wanted an air fryer a couple of months ago, so we ended up buying one of those, and I make the fries in that now. And uh, I was surprised how, how good they come out of there. They come out so much better out of that air fryer than they do out of the oven. So. Yeah, well, Brenda bought me one of them a few years ago. And then that's when I got sick with the throat thing, and now we haven't been able to use it since then with her. Uh, she's a, uh, it's uh, what what is a superstition? Uh, we can't have an air fryer. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> just I'm just saying, dude. All right. Hey, um, you know it is what it is. Well, Brenda's mom got diverticulitis 30 years ago, and we ain't allowed allowed to have a cinnabon in the house since then. So I'm just telling. <laughs> you. They had cinnabons that day, and we can't have a cinnabon since. That's all I'm telling you. Dude. Uh, but, you know, I'm crazy too, dude. I, uh, uh, all my tools have to be together. I, you know, I, you know, I have my own little issues, John, so. All right, well, all right, well, since we're, and now we went down another rabbit hole, but since we're talking That's about that. the show dude, is, the rabbit uh, hole, dude. Yeah, yeah, uh, maybe you ought to rename it something <laughs> the rabbit hole. <laughs> but, uh, when I, I drive out of Epcot, right, I, I, we pull back in, we go to the charter lot sometimes to either meet our breakers or either drop off guests if we're ahead of schedule or whatever. But I pass my car, and even if I don't pass my car, uh, if I'm driving an Animal Kingdom all day, when I'm on the shuttle bus coming back, we go that way and I pass my car, I have to wave at it and go, I'm going to see you in a minute. <laughs> it's, like, it's like my little buddy that's been waiting there all day for John to come back. Oh, He's yeah. just sitting there patiently waiting for me to get back, and I see it, and I go, oh, I'm going to see you in about five minutes. And all the way yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> It's dude. so stupid, but I can't help it. Yeah. Dude, I'm an idiot. My card at work, if I have, because I'm so neat, they, everybody picks them. I, mean, I got orange tape on everything. Everything's mine. You know, I got everything clean, kept nice, blah, blah. I'll go to leave for the weekend, and I'll leave two of my knives up on the cart and not in the toolbox with the other ones that are on my buggy i'll have to take them over so they don't spend the weekend alone they can be in the with the other knives for the weekend tell me toy story don't get me brainwashed dude oh man they gotta hang out with your buddies yeah they gotta be together everything has to be together i can't i can't leave you over on the windowsill you need to be with your friends over here it's yeah. toy story buddy makes it easier for yeah, you to look after them uh, we drive by the car and I go, Scooter, I'll see you in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. Uh, yeah, we got problems. Then. Yeah, we do. 50 years old and I named my car. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, well, mine's called Bugsy and my other car's called Opal, so don't feel bad, John. <laughs> Brenda named them both. So, uh, New Beauty and the Beast lighting design coming to Spaceship Earth for Epcot's Food and Wine Festival. So they got a Beauty and the Beast. They, they hit that ball out of the park, no pun intended, with the lighting on it. I will give them that. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, that, that's something that we can't criticize a whole lot. That, those lights on uh, Spaceship Earth look fantastic. And, yeah, I haven't seen that one. I'll be excited to see the Beauty and the Beast lighting on it. So. Yeah, it looks incredible. I Like I said, walking out to the parking lot last year, leaving it, with the and it was purple. It was so beautiful. It says Epcot is continuing to add new lighting sequences to Spaceship Earth during festivals and special events with new... With a new Beer Guest musical sequence. Oh, look, Beer Guest podcast gets a free plug, John. Uh, sequence for the 2022 International Food and Wine Festival. Uh, da, da, da. The newest limited time sequence is inspired by the 1991 Disney Animation Studio classic Beauty and the Beast. Subtle Easter eggs include rising champagne bubbles and the multicolor spotlight from the fi- finale of songs plus special tricolor celebration to France. The version for Be Our Guest during the sequence is a blend both of the original English and French version of the song. That's pretty cool. Yeah, actually, I don't know if I've mentioned that to you before. Have I, have I talked about Riviera soundtrack on the way to uh, Riviera? No. Oui, oui, monsieur. Tell well, me. Oui, oui. The uh, uh, songs, there are several of them, and... I, I don't think there's anything from Beauty and the Beast, actually, but it's other um, a, movie, uh, a song from Jungle Book, a song from 101 Dalmatians, and like four or five other ones uh, are all sang in, uh, sung in France and French on the way to Riviera, which is really cool because you hear those songs. I hear them obviously um, on the way to Art of Animation and uh, uh, All Star Movies. And so it's nice. It's really cool to hear them. Then, oh, uh, you got a friend in me, obviously. Um, you got that one's a friend in me. Yeah, and they'll do it in French. Yeah. We so, oui, oui, really... don't want friends in me. <laughs> Does that sound good? The friend in me. me. You got some friends you know. in me. Uh, but it's really cool. Um, so yeah, and uh, yeah, my favorite I think is the Cruella de Vil song, sung in French. So it's really cool. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, dude, more awesomeness. Uh, the Odyssey Returns is brewing for Epcot's International Food and Wine Festival. Dude, brew, wing, wings and beer at Odyssey Restaurant. Yeah. Uh, that is, I don't get that. I mean, this will be one of the things that, you know, that could go on the 7,000 list of. Couldn't that be better than what it is, John? What's Odyssey? Yes. I mean, <laughs> a lot better, yeah beautiful spot uh there's so much potential uh, potential that's uh, now we're like talking about sports uh figures yeah because there's uh, that's a big p word when it comes to uh your graphics isn't it potential yeah. yes uh, yeah i mean there's so much things they could do with that place and and they use it occasionally as a festival little kiosk and that's about it yeah, like I'm looking at the seating now for the food and wine. The seats are like 12 feet apart, John. It's it's just like a big, huge courtyard. Like that building could be gutted and made into so many beautiful things. Like we talked about, you know, it could be like a permanent. You know, like that food market I talked about going down. I was in North Carolina. I told you about that warehouse that had like, it was kind of like food and wine there at the warehouse. How cool would it be if they yeah. opened this place up and used all of it and had like 10 or 12 different kiosks, like a big food court, but international food court with food around the world that they would constantly bring in at different times of the year besides food and wine. Just yeah. have more stuff and, like and that. Make, 
and from countries that aren't represented by the the pavilions. Exactly. You know, so have uh, maybe after all this nastiness is over, but maybe have something from Russia. Uh, you know, and and to go on the other side, then maybe you have something from Ukraine. You know, maybe have competing borscht uh, out there because I actually I've heard that that's uh, a big. Uh, that's actually a big contention between the two countries right now is who makes the better borscht. Yeah, but you know, uh, it, I mean, have countries that aren't represented, Israel, uh, maybe something from um, South Korea. You know, stuff like that. That that's not typically at the food and wine festival. Yeah, that'd be really cool. And I even have another one that would be awesome because it's kind of a partly like they do. How about you do something that would support uh, small businesses like in this country that are up and coming, like different foods from different parts of our country? You have uh, the yep. most popular, one of the most popular. Yeah, every town has their like New Orleans has multiple little places that they say is the best crawfish. This that. You understand what I'm saying? I know Tommy and Judith are such snobs when it comes to their 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 food, their seafood up in New England. What if they had the best Maryland crab? Like they had the best little eateries representative from around fish tacos from out in California. Like had a big melting pot inside the Odyssey of food from around our country that people from other countries can try and not just have burgers and fries and barbecue. Yeah, honestly, that's what I was hoping they were going to do to the what they ended up doing with the Regal Smokehouse. Yeah, uh, was to actually have a, a selection of different things from from around the country. So they I mean, did add so, that yeah, crab stuff. The- yeah, they did have a couple things now with food and wine, and they added a couple things there, which we were happy about. But it, it's still not the selection, like you said. There's so such a diverse uh, food choice in in our country. But yet we're we're labeled as hamburgers and hot dogs. Yeah, it's it's horrible. Like I would really love that. Like you opened up like ten booths that would constantly go in and out from around the country. Like maybe every three months you bring in another one from a different part. Or even if it stayed, like it would be good for people from Japan and in England and stuff like that to actually experience what real American food is. You know what I'm saying? I think that would be cool too. It would be the opposite. It would be mini world showcase for people from around the world to try the best of American cuisine. I think that would be cool. And of course, have all your food and wine in there, John. I have competing clam chowders, Manhattan or uh, Boston, and then uh, you could vote on New England or Manhattan. Well, I don't want to get I don't want to get Judith and Tommy mad at me, but. I would actually choose the Manhattan on that one because I like I like the Manhattan better than the Boston clam chowder. Uh, Manhattan is more like, in my opinion, is more like a soup, and uh, it, it the Boston is too thick because Manhattan's the red, Boston's the white. Usually, am I correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the red, yeah, the brothy version, not the creamy version. The well, is, call is, me in. What's that? Call me a butt kisser. I say call me a butt kisser, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with the Boston. Of course, because see, you'll say whatever they want. That's why you're their favorite. See, no, I, give them, I, give actually, them the I really like Boston Clams. I like Boston. Oh yeah, yeah. I wish I had you on Zoom so I could look you right in the eyes, see if you're really telling me the <laughs> truth here now. Yeah, but uh, no, I uh, I like both, but I've never I I, I like even at my local like places here they have the local soups and. It's always good. There's certain times where 
with the cream and all with the seafood, it kind of don't s sit right with me. It has to be per if it's freshly made, I'm okay with it. But just buying it at a whim, I won't. I, only time I'll get Boston clam chowder is if I know it's 100% fresh. Does that make sense with you? I don't trust yeah, the, messing with the that. Cream and stuff, yeah. Yeah, it 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 has more of a chance to be a problem if you get what I'm saying, but. I would love, you're right, I would love to see something like that, though, in that Odyssey instead of this. And beers from around our country and stuff like that. I think it would be awesome. Uh, significant permits filed for Play Pavilion at Epcot. I'm still confused with all the changes because of COVID, the downsizing of this. Like, what is the actual future world going to look like, John? I'm still perplexed by it, aren't you? Uh, yeah, yeah. Walking in there last week, uh, I was confused again. I mean, some of the, uh, you know, uh, uh, things are down, the scrims are down, and other ones are back up, and uh, you're going this way, you're going that way. I just, I'm ready for it all to be done. That's like, once again, like, you know, a couple of years ago when we were at uh, Disney Springs, it's, will this construction ever be done? So. Yep. Magic Kingdom with the cat. I was like, if we, we were on like a three-year a four-year or more wall segment of the parks. I yeah, call it the yeah, wall I mean, period. Uh, Disney Springs, uh, Epcot, and then at one time Hollywood Studios with the entrance where yeah. you couldn't even get to the, <laughs> the path at one time. So, yeah, it was ridiculous. No, it was uh, the wall period. Uh, the permits <laughs> have been vague. The permits have a vague description of general contractor package, but it is assigned to Belfer... BD Construction, one of Disney's main contractors for large projects. The expiration date for the permit is extended beyond the standard 12 months to December 31st, 2024. Although permit dates are not always precise indicators of timing, the date does suggest, and my computer decided, wanted to ask me for an update. The permit does suggest that a late 2024 to early 2025 opening may be the plans. So, announced in August 2019, they originally planned to open the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World. A very few details have been confirmed, but what will be included in the Play Disney Pavilion? We expect to hear more of the project. It's a pretty building. It's kind of like a round dome, but low to the ground kind of building it looks like, but... Uh, Disney said that guests will discover an interactive city bursting with games, activities, and experience that connect them from with friends, family, and Disney characters, both real and virtual. It's never before as part of a new pavilion. Guests will have the chance to help legendary fashion icon Enda Mode on her quest to get rid of a world of uninspired style or make a splash competing with water balloons fight hosted by Yui, Dewey, and Louie. And, and and Webby. So, it's still open-ended what it's going to be in here. It sounds like a modern uh, intervention to me right now with the way they're talking about it. Yes. Yeah, basically, this sounds like re reimagined uh, interventions, right? Yeah. You know, on one side, and then the other side is going to be the new Moana water deal, right? Yeah, as far as I can tell, and, and uh, all the... Uh, we talked about last week, dump trucks running in and out. So, yeah, I would think so. I'm still sad about that that Tower of Terror thing. But where it sits there, dude, it wouldn't surprise me if two toll booths go in. They listen to this show, supposedly, and we're, they're leaving money on the table, John, without Easy Pass going through there. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, I would think something's going to go there, but I, and then again, I don't know. It might just be totally gut it and put some sod down. So, yeah, who knows? We'll who knows? Uh, dude, could you imagine if they did? There hasn't been anything vandalized, and I don't recommend doing it. But if they put a picture up of uh, a big statue of Iger and, and uh, Chapik there, I don't think it would survive a year. <laughs> yeah, no, there'd be some nut jobs that would have to go spray paint it. Absolutely, they'd have to. And then blame it on Stitch. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. That would be cool. Uh, it was Stitch. I don't know. What else do we have here, Johnny? Where are you? Are you sitting at Walmart? Yeah, yeah. I gotta, I gotta swing by Taco Bell and get us some dinner. Taco Bell. What, what's your go-to at Bell? Oh man, I got, I got a bunch. So <laughs> it's actually one of the fast foods that I don't feel too guilty about eating because it's, it's actually made when you order it as opposed to sitting under a heat lamp for an hour and a half. Yeah, you yeah. like some Taco Bell. Oh, it's pretty cool. Uh, BB-8 rolls back into Star Wars Launch Bay at Disney's Hollywood Studios. That's always cool when they have BB-8 roaming around. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a pretty sophisticated uh, drone robot. So, yeah, it's really neat to see. Yeah, he's one of my favorites. Uh, what's this? Magic Kingdom and Disney Springs walk in taco? I don't know what the heck this is, John. Magic Kingdom and Disney Springs taco? Walking tacos from Pecos Bill's Tall Tale Inn and Cafe, Group Pandora Charm. It's weird. Oh, it's a big story. I thought there was a walking taco stand, John. <laughs> they were pushing a I thought maybe around. there was Yeah, I thought they were pushing a cart around. There was I thought a, maybe there was a taco to take a picture with. No, it was like yeah, a news story that has like 15. <laughs> it's like an update of 15 things, if you get what I'm saying. Okay. They got walk, the walking taco on the go is uh, corn chips from Frito Lay's. It's it's at Pecos Bills now. It's lunchtime. There's a new walking taco over Pecos Bill Inn Cafe. So let's dig into the fiftieth treat. Not much else happening at the Magic Kingdom. So they they have this walking taco treat now that you can get it. It comes in a bag of like Frito Lay's, John from Frito Lay's. I never. Heard oh of yeah, I. I I've seen that before. They open the bag of Fritos, they put like a scoop of chili, a scoop of cheese or something in okay. there, and then give you a fork and you're supposed to eat it out of the bag. This seems like, this is not something Doug would ever... Never, <laughs> ever, 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 ever. Never, ever, ever. Not Doug's forte, that's no. for sure. So. No, not at all, Johnny, not at all. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to go through... Uh, they're saying the fan the fa, that the fan favorite still is the cheddar cheese soup and the and the hot I mean in the pretzel roll over a Canada John, we could have told you that right? Yeah, go figure, right? That pretzel roll is good. Uh, that's about it, John. They flying monkeys. Uh, they have a Aloha site mostly cleared and rubble at Disney's Polynesian Resort, so they got a lot of work going on at Poly now. Uh, you got a fall guide to the food and wine festival, which we already went through that, so I don't see much else. So all we're going to do now is uh, pray for Lisa for Tuesday, right, John? Yeah, yeah, actually, uh, 
unfortunately, she her infection didn't go all the way away, so she has to go up there on Tuesday, and they're going to tell her whether or not she can start chemo because apparently they don't want to do it if she still has an infection from the uh, surgery. So uh, we don't know for sure if she'll start on Tuesday. It's about 85% she'll start. So uh, honestly, I, I think she's hoping to so get this done, you know, as quickly as possible. No, I hear you. It's like you know you got to do it, so let you. Uh, and I'm sure yeah, she's curious yeah. to find out how she's going to react to it, because everybody reacts different. It depends on the dosage yeah, of mean, everything, from what I hear. Yeah, and it also depends on obviously your own person. I mean, um, she's part of a Facebook group of you know uh, fellow breast cancer uh, uh, people, women that are dealing with it, and it it, it runs the gamut from yeah. uh, being severely ill and actually having to go to the hospital to i drive myself to my chemo appointments and and i'm fine so yep. it really does it's all over the place everybody yeah. reacts different dude they really do it all depends on what yes. what the old body will, will put up with and and it isn't even yep. about your your pain threshold it's about what your your dna is everybody's dna reacts yeah. different to and, things as we learned with COVID. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's about what I was just saying. You know, some people that were healthy, super healthy, uh, COVID knocked them flat. And then other people that are seriously out of shape, uh, it was a mild sniffle. So you never know what's going to happen, you know? So. so, have you heard me? Uh, I've blown my nose about 37 times during this segment. Have I been good with the mutant? Yeah, I think you've done a pretty good job there. I don't think I've heard it. So. That's good because I don't want the fans hearing that. Like I said, I don't want to be in like. So did the WDW radio show? I wouldn't know what you're talking about. I listen to Lou every week. I love him, but you can always tell if there's food served, that man can't wait till the episode's over. Man, he's eating. And I don't mind it with the dining reviews. It's it's that's part of it. But when you're he's in the middle of, well, the Polynesian is doing a remodel and. And what are we talking about here? It's like you hear him chewing. Love you, Lou. Uh, what would this show be without breaking some some podcast? You well, know what? Part, yeah, that's part of your uh, part, part of our uh, forte, right? Yes. So yeah. Our, nobody listens. Any, charm, nobody though. listens anyway, John. So they don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what does yapping to each other for an hour and a half? What's yeah. I don't think many people like Lou listens to us, so. We'll see. But anyway, we love. I listen to him every week. Uh, our buddies, the Grim Grinning Guys, are down there. He's down there. And one of the guys from there, which is awesome. I've been following along, retweeting his stuff. And our good buddy, Jim Tucker, still breaking our stones every week, John. It's an awesome thing. Yeah, he's an ordinary guy. He's a, he's a great guy. I, yeah, I, gotta, I can't wait to meet up with him personally myself. So I'm looking forward to one of these days, I, hopefully, having a beer with him and Robbie. Yeah, I've never actually, I don't think I've met Jim, but I've talked to him on the phone a couple of times. Uh, when you when you think of a true Southern gentleman, I believe Jim Tucker might be your epitome of a true Southern gentleman. He could meet a nicer guy. Yeah. So. I, I, I have a feeling you're using the term gentleman loosely. I'm only kidding, Jim. <laughs> I'm only kidding. Now, he's good at breaking our stones and uh, the the. the the tweets, the pickle, I love him. He retweets our stuff every week. He's really good to us. He's yeah, he a great friend of the show. So I love everybody. If you listen to the show, you're part of the family. And we really, really appreciate you. If you appreciate us, please head over to iTunes and leave us a review. 
Even if John's your favorite, like he is the Judith and Tommy, I'm okay with that. Say it. Leave a review and say John is my favorite too. And Doug, you got you're full of boogers this week. I don't care. <laughs> but please head over to iTunes, leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Everybody, please say a prayer for the beautiful Lisa. So uh, get her through this first week of chemo and get her on the way to recovery. So we can all go to Epcot and eat at Tutu Gusto's wine cellar again, John. That sounds like a good time to me. Absolutely. So, everybody be kind to one another. We'll talk to you real soon. Say goodbye, John. Bye-bye, folks. And for the love of God, please fold your strollers and don't argue about it. Yeah, fold your strollers. Fold your strollers. Bye, guys. (laughs) That's it, guys. We're going to hop off our stools and pay our tabs and get on out of here. If you guys could, could you please head over to iTunes if you enjoy the show and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Even if you don't, we'd really appreciate it. Also, you can head over to Twitter and find John at Beer Solo. You can find me at Grumpy6767. You can find us both at WDW Main Street on Twitter and Facebook. Also, head over to Podbeam and check out WDW Main Street, and you can find all our sponsors there. Everybody be kind to one another. We will talk to you real soon. Bye, guys.